Hey, everybody, we're so excited this year about Collide. We have pastors and church leaders that come in from literally across the nation, and we just take a couple days and pour into you and your staff and the church leaders who want to do some great things for God. Now, we call it Collide because it's the collision between structure and spirit. That's one of the things that we've been dedicated to doing here at Calvary is building a church that has the structure for people to get plugged in, connected, discipled, transformed, and changed changed, but also that beautiful part of the moving of the Holy Spirit. This is a revival house. And we take a couple of days and just pour ourselves into leaders from across the nation. We would love to have you come. So many have joined us through the years and their lives and ministries have been transformed. Now listen, you can come and bring your whole staff. If you bring your entire staff, if there's 10 or more, the cost of registration is reduced by 50%. The more you bring, the more reasonable it gets. But we want you to come. It's going to be a mighty time, February 8th and 9th. I'll be preaching. Bishop Kevin Wallace is going to be with us. And we've got guests that are going to join us. And it's going to be amazing. I hope to see you February 8th and 9th. God bless you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Jump on your feet and give God some glory. Come on, it is Sacred Sunday. I need you to praise him like he's been good to you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on and shout unto God today. Give him praise. Come on, give him praise on Sacred Sunday. Hallelujah. Who came expecting today? Anybody expecting? I have a spirit of expectancy. Today is Sacred Sunday and we've been praying, many of us, and fasting for 21 days. We're in this Ecclesiastes 3 moment where these three cords are not easily broken. We are joining together, praying, fasting, and giving. And this is our Sacred Sunday and this has been our Sacred Season and we have set aside this time. And we are presenting today our families to the Lord. We are presenting today ourselves to the Lord. How many of you want to give yourself to Jesus in a fresh way this year? And we're giving our church to the Lord, all of our campuses, and we're giving our sacred season first fruits to the Lord. We approach this day not as a regular day. We approach this day as a day of renewal. So here's what I say, prepare your hearts God's about to come in this place with power. He's about to minister to people. Do you feel him in the room today? Are you ready? He's so worthy. Amen. I feel the presence of the Lord. How about you? It's so good to see you this morning, and I'm so glad that you've come out for this sacred Sunday right here at the end of our fast. And during our service today, it's going to look a little different. So there's some here who've never come to a sacred Sunday before. So we want to prepare you that's going to be a little different in that we will begin to pray some prayers this year because we have been humbling ourselves in fasting and in prayer, and now we're bringing our first fruits today. But we're telling the Lord that all of these things in our lives are sacred. Yes. And so we're going to be offering up prayers to Him in that way and making those commitments. And Apostle and I will pray a prayer, and then there will come a script of prayer on the screen for you to pray. And we're going to let you pray together as well. So we're going to pray and then allow you to pray. But 
Today is a day of commitment. It's yes. a day that we are dedicating ourselves to the Lord, all that we are to Him, saying, Lord, we want to honor you with our lives. We want to honor you with our service. We want to lift your name up in our lives this year. So we're placing Him first. Yes. Amen. That's what today is about. We're placing Him first, knowing that when we seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, everything else will be taken care of. In the days of Joel, God's people had experienced some difficult days. They were in a challenging time, and here's what the Lord said. He said, declare a holy fast, call a sacred assembly, summon the elders and all who live in the land to the house of the Lord, you and your, to the house of the Lord your God, and cry out to the Lord. So we're doing just that. We're calling today a sacred assembly. And so often when the Jews would approach a time of celebration and consecration, they would pronounce this with a blowing of the shofar. So today we're going to blow the shofar. And when we do, I want your praise to be an announcement that, Lord, that not only is this service for you, not only is my life for you, this entire year belongs to you. And we're trusting you with it. Are you ready? Come with the shofar.
Awaken the watchmen, open your ears, let your voices be loud. We prophesy, you'll come to this nation, touch this generation with a holy visitation. We return to you with fasting and weeping and mourning. Oh, my Lord, you after us so I'll begin the prayer or Pastor Don will begin to pray and then when we finish praying a prayer will come up that we will pray together so who's ready to surrender your life and this year to the Lord come on 
Heavenly Father, we completely surrender this house and our lives to you. We give our families and our futures to you. Lord, today we give up our own plans, our own purposes, our own agendas, and our own desires. And today, Lord, we want to accept and declare your will manifest in our lives. Lord, we offer up our bodies. Slip up your hands with me now. Come on. As a living sacrifice unto you. Lord, we choose to surrender our mind. Lord, we surrender our will. We surrender our emotions to your unfailing love. We can surrender to you because we know that you love us. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Lord, take complete control of our lives and in this house, in Jesus' name. And then you pray along with Pastor Don and I. Heavenly Father, I completely surrender all of my life to you. Go ahead, babe. I give up my own plans, purposes, and desires, and I accept your will for my life. I offer my body as a living sacrifice to you. Lord, I choose to surrender my mind, my will, and my emotions to your unfailing love. I welcome you, Holy Spirit, to have complete control in my life. If that's you, give God a praise. Lord, in our surrender, we pray that you would make us more like you. We pray for a fresh fire today and a wind over this house and a wind over our lives. We ask for more of you, more of your spirit, more of your power. Holy Spirit, do something new in our house and do something new in this house. Lord, release another wave of revival like America has never seen and you can do it right here. So let's pray together, everybody. Lord, in our surrender, I pray that you will make me more like you. I pray for a fresh fire and a fresh wind over my life. I ask for more of you, more of your spirit, and more of your power. Holy Spirit, do something new in me and release revival. Are you ready?
sacred to the Lord this year. Slip up your hands, everybody. Father, we declare that prayer and worship are sacred this year. Heavenly Father, we come to you in Jesus' name and we dedicate ourselves to a life of prayer in 2024. Oh Lord, help us to be devoted and effectual in our prayers. Hallelujah. We pray that we would pray prayers that avail greatly for our family, our church, and our nation. Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name and I dedicate myself to a life of prayer in 2024. Oh Lord, help me to be a devoted and effectual person of prayer in my life. I pray that I would pray prayers that avail greatly for my family, my church, and my nation. Heavenly Father, your word declares that you are seeking true worshipers who will worship you in spirit and in truth. We pray to be true worshipers, holy and pure before you. We offer our lives as a living sacrifice for your glory. Heavenly Father, your word declares that you are seeking true worshipers who will worship you in spirit and in truth. Let's pray together, y'all. I pray that I would be a true worshiper holy and pure before you i offer my life as a living sacrifice for your glory hallelujah heavenly father we choose to set our hope in you and bless your name at all times every chance we get hallelujah we will bless your name yes, this Lord. year for you are worthy of our praise. Come on and give him praise now. Everybody on the stage, everybody in the house, let's say it together. Give him praise. All right. Something happened screen. I'm not worried about it. Pray this after me. Pray, Heavenly Father. Say, I choose to set my hope in you. And I bless your name at all times. Come on. We're not going to let the devil stop us with a screen issue. If the devil thinks that a screen issue is going to stop me from giving God praise, I've been fasting, I've been praying. That's a small thing. Come on. I don't care what crashes God stands for. Hallelujah. We give you praise, Lord. Come on, everybody on this stage. Open your mouth and give God a praise. Hallelujah. 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 There it is. God takes what the enemy means for evil and turns it every time. And that's what you're going to do every day this year. When the enemy tries to stop you, you're going to stop it. You're going to give him glory. You're going to 
said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. I'm telling you, I will magnify him by myself. But I feel like I don't have to encounter Somebody bless the Lord with me right now. Don't you love it when God just takes what the enemy means for evil and just turns it around? Did you feel the spirit of freedom that hit this house? Hallelujah. Now, this is what we're declaring. We're declaring God's word and God's house to be sacred today. So how many of you want this house and his word to be sacred in your life? Come on. All right. I want everybody on the stage pray along with us when we pray. But I'm going to pray over you. Slip up your hands, precious. Almighty God, we declare that your word and your house are sacred. This year, I dedicate myself to your house and to your kingdom work. Lord, I pray for your house, and I lift it up before you. And I pray that this house will be filled with anointing. This house will be filled with miracles. This house will be filled with power. Come on, somebody. And this house will be filled with revival. Almighty God, I declare that your word and your house are sacred. I dedicate myself to your house and to your kingdom work. I pray for your house to be filled with revival, anointing, and power. Hallelujah. Now, Heavenly Father, we declare that your word is the foundation of this house, not our opinions, not what we think, but your word is the foundation of this house. But Lord, we also declare, raise up your hands, that your word, God, is the foundation of our lives. This year we grow in wisdom. This year we grow in knowledge and we grow in understanding. This year your word comes alive in us because we are rooted and built up in your word in Christ Jesus. Let your truth prevail in our lives and let every heart this year seek you. We declare that the gates of hell cannot prevail against your church. So we decree, Lord, you're building your church in 2024. Give God a praise if you believe it. Will you pray this now over your own life? Heavenly Father, I establish your word as the foundation of my life. I pray to grow in wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your word so I will be rooted and built up in Christ. Let your truth prevail in my life and heart this year. I declare the gates of hell will not prevail against your church. Lord, build your church in 2024. Come on now. The church is rising with healing and power and revival. Somebody give God praise that God is building his church.
Lord. Amen. We're praying now over the Great Commission. That is our call. For the lost. To reach the lost. So, Father, we declare that fulfilling the Great Commission is sacred to this house and our lives this year. We pray for the salvation of our families and those in our communities. We pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to work through us to be a powerful testimony and witness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you're ready to do that, give the Lord a praise in here right now. Hallelujah. Let's pray together, precious. I declare that fulfilling the Great Commission, pray with me, is sacred in my life this year. Heavenly Father, I pray for the salvation of my family and those in my community. I pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to work through my life to be a powerful testimony and witness of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And Holy Spirit, we pray for boldness in sharing the gospel. Help us to recognize every opportunity we have to share it with those around us. As your church, help us to demonstrate the gospel in the way that we love our neighbor and we care for others. Are you ready? Raise up your hands and say, Holy Spirit, I pray for boldness in sharing the gospel. Help me to recognize every opportunity I have to share it with those around me. As your church, help me to demonstrate the gospel in the way I love my neighbor and care for others. And Lord, my answer is yes, yes to whatever and wherever you call me. Here I am, Lord. Send me. Come on. Lord, my answer is yes to whatever and whenever you call me. Here I am, Lord. Send me. Are you going to be somebody's answer this year?
You know, the Bible says that they'll know we're the disciples of Jesus, not by how loud we sing or how well we speak or, or how good we look. They'll know that we are the disciples of Jesus by how well we love. How many of you are determined that this year you're going to love well? Come on. You know, we're going to declare that our giving is sacred this year. We're going to receive the tithes in just a moment, and I want you to understand the difference. Remember, tithes is what God has already done. The first fruits is what you're giving in faith. But our giving is sacred. What we give, we don't give it to a man. Don and I are putting together our best seed for this offering today. We don't give it to an organization. In the end, we give it to God. How many of you give what you give to the Lord? Come on. And everything about this ministry testifies of the goodness of God. So I want you to declare today that your giving is sacred. Slip up your hands. Let me speak this over you and pray over you. Lord, you are a merciful provider. Lord, you don't owe us anything, but you've been so good to us. And you've been faithful to provide. And you don't give to us because you owe us. You give to us because you love us. But today, Lord, as we give back to you, we declare that our giving is sacred this year. As we bring our tithes and at the end of the service, our first fruits, we declare that our gifts are holy and sacred unto the Lord. Oh, merciful provider, I declare that my giving is sacred unto the Lord. Father, you are the source of every blessing. And we gratefully acknowledge every blessing that you have brought into our lives. Come on, somebody. We couldn't even count them if we tried. Lord, I thank you not just for blessings, but undeserved blessings. I thank you for blessings that you brought me that I didn't even deserve. We humbly thank you today for those blessings but God here at the beginning of 2024 we thank you for blessings that are to come in the mighty name of Jesus I acknowledge you oh God you are my source Lord as we bring these offerings to you today we acknowledge that you have brought us countless undeserved blessings and we humbly are thanking you now in advance for all you're going to do for us this year. Thank you, Lord, that you're going to provide monetarily. Thank you, Lord, that you're going to provide what we need. But, Lord, I thank you for blessings that money can't even buy. I thank you for peace in our homes. I thank you for joy in our lives. I thank you for direction in every step that we take. For the steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. I acknowledge that you have brought me countless undeserved blessings, and I humbly thank you for what is to come. Hallelujah. Do you believe God's through blessing you? I said, do you believe that God is through blessing you? If you don't believe that God is through blessing you, open up your mouth and give God a praise right now.
Lord, we raise up our hands and we say today our giving is sacred. It's a joy to give to your cause. It's a joy for Don and I and this Calvary family to give for your glory. And we pray, God, that your name would be known to the ends of the earth because of faithful people and their sowing. We are believing, God, that you are expanding your kingdom by a Christ-exalting, revival-oriented church. Lord, we pray that what is in this house and on our campuses will sweep the nation. We pray that power will sweep our church, our city, come on, and the whole wide world in Jesus' name. I declare, I give joyfully for your glory, oh God. Somebody give God a praise. Jesus, 
church if that's your prayer for this year Jesus have all of my home Jeek will you give him some praise this morning if that's your prayer have all my life have all my family have all of me will you lift up a shout of praise this morning to God as you're seated this morning you can find a seat Come on, how many of you know, why don't you look at a neighbor as you're seated and say, there's no day like Sacred Sunday. There's no day like Sacred Sunday. We're so thankful that each and every one of you are here this morning uh, and that you chose to join us for this incredibly sacred, incredibly holy day. We're thankful that you're here this morning as we prepare uh, to give our tithes and our offerings as the ushers prepare to serve you. I wanted to take a moment this morning and I wanted to talk to you about what I what I believe the Lord spoke to me about the honor of exercising both the honor of exercising both the Bible talks a lot about faith and works in James chapter 2 the Bible says thus also by itself if it does not have works faith is dead I want to talk to you today about the honor of exercising both because one of the many things that's so incredible about Sacred Sunday is we are afforded, we are given the opportunity to exercise our faith and our works through our giving on the same day. 
let me show you what I mean by that. Apostle has taught us often that when we, in just a few moments, we're going to come and bring our sacred seed to the Lord. We're going to come bringing a seed to the Lord saying, God, this is what I'm believing you can and will do in this year. That's our faith. Amen. That's our faith. We're going to bring that gift in faith. But one of the incredible things about sacred season is in this moment, right here, right now, we're going to bring our tithes and our offerings to the Lord. And, and as Apostle has taught us, our tithes and our offerings represent what? They represent what God has already done. They represent the harvest and the increase that we've already seen in our lives. They represent the work. So today, I don't know about you, but I am excited that I have the opportunity to exercise in a little bit here. I'm going to exercise my faith and I'm going to bring a seed to God. But right here, right now, I'm preparing to give my tithe and my offering saying, God, I know it's only been 28 days, but I look back over the past 28 days and I can say that you've already provided. I can look back over the past 28 days and say you've already been good and you've already been faithful and you've already been kind and God I'm giving to you today in my, in my tithe and my offering for what you have already done for me this year and last year and the previous year. Right now I am preparing to exercise both my faith and my works. So as you prepare to give this morning, there are plenty of ways that you can give. There's an envelope in the back of your seat. Make sure you grab, if you're going to give in an envelope, make sure you grab one of the regular tithe and offering envelopes. There's also sacred season offering envelopes there that you can prepare that giving for later. But right now we're going to take tithe and offering so you can give through that envelope. You can give online using the keyword tithe. You can, give, you can text to give. That number should be coming up on the screen. But however you choose to give this morning, remember right now, now we are, the, are afforded the honor of giving to God for what he's already done. Amen. Can I pray over you this morning as you give? Father, I pray over every gift. I pray over every giver. God, I pray as we give today, God, as we bring the tithe into your storehouse, that we acknowledge this, God, is for what we've already seen you do this year. And for what we've already seen you do so far, God, we say thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your kindness toward us. We love you and we honor you and we thank you that today we will exercise both in Jesus' name. Amen.
Listen, it doesn't matter if you're sick in your body, he's more than able to heal you. It doesn't matter how broken your family is, he's more than able to put it together. It doesn't matter if you're homeless, he can put you back in a place to live. Somebody give God praise if you believe he's more than able. If you're able, will you stand for the reading of God's word? That's my custom, and then I'll let you sit down. Who's ready for God-supplied, supernatural, God-orchestrated doors this year? Come on. This is the year of the door. I've been teaching you about that. Who's claiming the doors that God has for you? Every single one. And today, I, I've come to release to you and to people online from around the world. Let's give all of our online church a God bless you. Exactly what God has placed in my heart for this day. This is a church with tremendous vision. In fact, next Sunday is Vision Sunday, and it's a Sunday you don't want to miss. But I'm going to come to you today from Deuteronomy 26, and we're going to talk a little bit about first fruits, and I want to just build expectation in you and I both about this year. And it shall be, verse 1, when you come into the land which the Lord your God has given you as an inheritance, and you possess it and dwell in it, that you shall take some of the first, somebody say first, of all the produce of the ground which you shall bring from the land the Lord your God is giving you, and you shall put it in a basket and go to the place where the Lord your God chooses to make his name abide. And you shall go to the one who is the priest in those days and say to him, I declare today to the Lord your God that I have come to the country which the Lord swore to our fathers to give us. Then the priest shall take the basket out of your hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord your God. And you shall answer and say before the Lord your God, My father was a Syrian about to perish. And he went down to Egypt and dwelt there, few in number. And there he became a nation, great and mighty and populous. But the Egyptians mistreated us, afflicted us, and laid hard bondage on us. Then we cried out to the Lord God of our fathers. And the Lord heard our voice and looked on our affliction and our labor and our oppression. So the Lord brought us out, out of Egypt with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm, with great terrors and signs and wonders. He brought us into this place and has given us a land, a land flowing with milk and honey and chicken wings. Come on. And now, now behold, I have brought the first fruits of the land which you, O Lord, have given me. Then you shall set it before the Lord your God and worship before the Lord your God. So shall you rejoice in every good thing the Lord has given you. Why don't you just stop right there? Would you like to rejoice in every good thing that the Lord your God has given you and your house? You, the Levite, and the stranger who is among you. One more scripture. It says, Hosea 2.15, I will give her vineyards from there and the valley of Acre, which means trouble. He said, I'm going to shift your valley of trouble because I'm going to put in that valley of trouble a door of hope. I feel like somebody's about to find hope this year. 
I feel like a family that's been struggling is about to find hope this year. I feel like a mother who struggled, a brother who struggled, a sister who struggled, who's ready to leave the valley of trouble and go through a door of hope. I feel like preaching today. Slip up your hands if you want to get in this oil with me, this anointing. Father, we declare today, I'm preaching, this is my door. And Lord, I declare that you are opening doors, doors of hope, doors of victory, doors of joy, doors of peace. God, you've been faithful and I give you glory. Thank you, Lord, that this year, 2024, I thank you and praise you that we are going to see supernatural doors open before us. In Jesus' name. Somebody who believes that this year might be your door. Open up your mouth and give God a praise. Before you sit down, tell everybody in your neighborhood, this is my door. This is my door. Let me ask you a question today, precious. Is there anybody here this morning who wants to walk through every single solitary God-ordained door that he has for you this year, and you're determined not to miss a single one. If you don't want to miss any God doors this year, just give him praise that he's going to open them and you're going to see them. I've made that decision in my life. I don't want there to be anything that would hinder me or shield me from identifying the doors that God has for me. Now, remember, on our calendar, we're in the year 2024. That's the Greek calendar, the Gregorian calendar. But on God's calendar, the Hebrew calendar, it's the year 5784. So 2,000 years ago or so, we changed, but God stayed on the same calendar. So on God's calendar, it's 5784. And I don't know about you, but I want to live my life according to God's timeline. How many of y'all want to live your life on God's timeline? I've taught this for years, but God speaks. I'm so glad for a God that talks to me. I'm glad for a God that speaks to me. You say, well, apostle, how does he, pre- how does he speak? He speaks through his word. He speaks through times and seasons. He speaks through the sun, the moon, the stars, the constellations. He speaks through the skies. He speaks through his prophets. He speaks through his preachers. I said he speaks through his preachers. Hallelujah. How many of y'all glad y'all still got a few preachers in the land? Hallelujah. But one of the main ways, precious, that God speaks is through numbers. In other words, in the Bible, numbers mean something. I've taught you all about this through the years, and if you're new, just know that numbers are so significant. The number five means grace. The number seven means rest. The number eight means new beginning. Come on, there's just so much about God that he speaks in so many different ways. And if you know anything about the Lord, he's always wanting to give us direction. And I'm thankful that even in this way, God directs us. Now, Hebrew numbers and letters, they're they're alphanumeric. That means they have the same set of symbols for numbers and letters, but they're pictures. They're hieroglyphic. In other words, they look like something. And I want to bring up the pictures of 5784. So let's bring up the five first. The number five 
means hey or behold. So it looks like a man with his hands up and he's just saying, hey. I dare somebody just raise up your hands and say, hey. Just say, hey, the Lord is on my side. Hey, no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. Hey, there's a healer in the room. Hey, he's more than enough. Hey, I thank him and I praise him. Somebody who knows a hey in your life, give him praise right now. He's been faithful. So it literally, we're, we're in the millennium of the hay. But then the seven, 57, five, seven, the seven, literally it's the word A, and it means eyes are to see. I don't know what sego is, but it, whatever it is, I'm not sure. Okay. But it should be see. But if you see the picture here, it looks like eyes. So this is the time to see. So how many of you want to see every good thing, every opportunity God has for you this year? If that's you, open up your mouth and give him praise. But watch this. Well, look, the Lord healed it. It's, it's, it won't he do it, y'all? They made it to see. But watch this. Not only does God show me the good things that are coming, I declare that this year, I have the ability to see the agendas of the enemy that are trying to manifest in my life. I'm able to see what my children need. Are you here? I'm able to see the enemy trying to come against my family, and I'm going to be prepared. So if you believe that this can be a year of divine vision, supernatural vision, why don't you just give him praise that this is a year. Hey, behold, I'm going to see what I need to see. But then the pay, literally, is the next letter. And the pay, it looks like a mouth. Do you see? There's a little nose there. There's an eye there. But we highlighted the pay. And Hebrew scholars and sages and, and, and rabbis tell us that it's literally a human mouth. So it, mean, it means to speak. So this year, we're not going to be quiet about Jesus. This year, we're going to speak and decree and declare. So, I'm declaring that we are in a decade. I taught you this when this decade came into being. We're in a decade of declaration. This is a decade when we're going to speak and declare things about our family, about our lives, about our future, about our nation. Come on, about our schools. How many of you are ready to decree some things about your church? But then the number four, the number four is a delet. And you can see that the word delet means door. And it looks like a door. So this is the year of the open door. So. Oh, that's good. I said this is the year of the open door. Y'all ready? How about in here? How about the whole house? Are you ready for God to open some doors? But I kind of see things my own way. And when I, when I went through this, the Lord just spoke to me, and he said, there's a sentence there. And I want you to declare that sentence. So I wrote this sentence down, and it's simply this from 5784. Behold. Somebody say, hey. hey. Come on, holler like you. 
Go holler at your children when they get on your nerves. Somebody shout, hey. Watch this. He said, hey, open your eyes and see. Open your mouth and speak. Open your eyes and see. And open your mouth and speak. Pay about the supernatural doors to let that are open before you. So in 5784, I declare that that entire set of numbers is working in your life and mine. And we declare, hey, bring it up. Hey, bring it up. The whole, or hey, I'm going to open my eyes and see. I'm going to open my mouth and speak about every supernatural door that God is opening up for me. How many of y'all ready for that in Jesus' name? But here's what I want you to understand. God does not open natural doors. God opens supernatural doors. What do you mean, apostle? I mean this. God will not open doors for you that you can open yourself. God is not about opening doors that you have the strength to open. When God gets involved in it, it is supernatural. When God opens doors, they are supernatural doors. It's doors that you couldn't open, doors you couldn't access, but God comes in and says, I know you can't do it, but I can. You can't open the door of peace for your family. You can't open the door of salvation, hope, joy, power, victory, and anointing. Is there anybody ready for God to transcend your limitations and come and open supernatural doors for you? Are you ready? Give God praise if you are. And, and I don't want just doors. I want right doors. And, and so I've decided that I'm going to declare that when I see a door and I know it's God, I'm going to talk about it. I said, I'm going to talk about it. Everything you see here, all these campuses, I kind of look at them like doors. And I saw, I saw a door into Orlando. Come on, over 10 years ago. And today there'll be 2,000 people worshiping at a Calvary campus in Orlando. I saw a door in Palm Coast. And we're about to add our third service to a property that we bought and paid cash for in Palm Coast. And it took faith. But I said, in Jesus' name, this is my door. So I want you to get radical with me. Who's ready to get radical? Anybody want to be radical? Somebody raise up your hands and make a declaration. Say, I will walk through supernatural doors in 2024. If you're ready for that, give God a praise in here. Supernatural doors. Unexplainable doors. Miraculous doors. Now, look at Hosea 2.15. It said, I will give her vineyards from there. And the valley of Achor, as a door of hope, she shall sing there. Honey, sing this year. Even if you can't sing good, just sing. Just ride down the road and sing. And if you're in church and we're singing, sing loud. You say, well, I sing off key. Make a joyful noise. Do what you can with what you got. She shall sing as in the days of her youth, as in the days when she came up out of the land of Egypt. Don't miss that. 
She shall sing as in the days of her youth, as the day when she came up from the land of Egypt. This year, you're going to be reminded about all that God has brought you out of and all that God has brought you through. You're going to be reminded that you used to be jacked up and messed up and beat up and bound up. But this year, you're going to say, God, I want to give you praise. I remember where you brought me from. And some of your worship and praise is going to flow out of a sense of remembering the goodness of God. If God brought you out of anything, why don't you just stop and give him praise right there? But watch this. It says that he will give for the valley of Achor a door of hope. Now, the valley of Achor means the valley of trouble. Anybody dealt with any trouble? Okay, I got 12 honest people in the room. I said, anybody dealt with any trouble? Have you ever had times when the trouble escalated to a degree that you didn't even know what you were going to do? Have you ever had moments where you encountered so much trouble you didn't even know how you were going to, you were going to navigate it, how you were going to get through it? But I declare that this year, God is going to bring you a door of hope. That doesn't mean that you'll be completely insulated from trouble, but what it does mean is this, that when trouble comes, God said, I'm gonna put a door of hope right there, and you're gonna step through knowing that if I am able, then you are able. If I can do it, you can do it. If I can provide, I'll take care of you. I need somebody right now that refuses to be swallowed up by despair and trouble this year. I'm looking for a door of hope. I mean, even at home with your family, when all mess starts happening and all hell's breaking loose, I'd like to see some mother just get up from the table and start walking around. And the husband say, what you doing? I'm looking for the door. <laughs> I know there's gotta be some hope around here somewhere. I declare that this is a year of boldness. I declare that this is a year where we trust God. Come on, I declare it's, it's football season. We're gonna have the men's gathering with, with our Super Bowl and I can't wait to hang out with you men. But I declare, let me get in faith. I'm gonna get back on my notes. I declare that beer drinking, chicken wing eating husband is gonna get saved and sanctified and baptized in the Holy Spirit. I'm trying to get some hope in the house. I declare those lost children are coming in. Maybe you don't have any oil. When you come by his chicken wings, reach down there and get some oil on your hand and anoint him in the name of Jesus. And say, buddy, that was just telling you it's a matter of time. I got hope. So I need somebody that's got hope this year. Give God a praise. Come on. Who de who? Declare that this year, we leave the valley of trouble and we walk through doors of hope. This is my year to find every door of hope. I'm saying it by faith. This door will lead you out of depression and into joy, out of mourning and into dancing, out of worry and into peace, out of bitterness, come on, and into forgiveness. 
out of bondage and into freedom, out of weakness and into power, out of frustration and into breakthrough, out of lack and into abundance. Here's what I know about doors, and you've heard me say this. This is the year of the door, right? Somebody say, this is my door. Watch this. Doors are for coming, and doors are for going. So there's something. I, some things are coming to me. Hope is coming to me. Say it. Peace is coming to me. Come on. Yeah. Joy is coming to me. Can you get in faith? Provision is coming to me. How about salvation for my family is coming to me? Hallelujah. Say it right now. Say salvation for my family is coming to me. Forgiveness is coming to me. Direction is coming to me. How about it? Revival is coming to this house like we've never seen. Joy and breakthrough. All that's coming to me. But there's some things that, that are coming, but doors are also for going. So there's some things that are leaving you and leaving me this year. Depression and anxiety is leaving my house this year. Anger and doubt and sickness and bitterness and insecurity and poverty and drama. I dare somebody who's ready to just kick it out right now. Hold the door and say, it's got to go. Tell somebody in your neighborhood, say, hey, neighbor, give me 10 seconds to give God praise for all the stuff that's going out the door this year. One, two, three, crazy. Aren't you ready for a hopeful year? Aren't you ready for a peaceful year? Aren't you ready for a year where you don't cry so much and you don't worry so much? Whatever's gotta come, it's gotta come and whatever's gotta go, Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back. So all y'all ain't 12. Some of y'all know that song. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back. Oh, my goodness, I can't believe you sang that in church. I got to give an altar call right now. I think it's time to get real. I think it's time to evict the enemy out of our lives. I think it's time to evict depression and fear and doubt and worry and anxiety. Get out and say, God, I'm not handling this this year. I give it to you. Ooh. I'm enjoying my own preaching today. Thank you, Lord. You want a little bit more? 5784, uh, uh, it's a leap year. 2024 is a leap year. So pay to let, 84, is a leap year. And the Hebrews call a leap year the pregnant year. Not you. Come on, somebody. I just turned 60. I don't need a baby. They bought a kitty cat at my house. That's all I can handle at this stage of my life. The, the Hebrews call this year a leap year, a pregnant year. And I hear the Holy Spirit say, tell them that this is a pregnant year that's going to be bursting with the things of God. 
Some of you women are, are tripping. I'm, not, I'm just not talking about a baby. I mean, if you want a baby, I'll believe that for you. But I'm talking about the things that you want to birth this year. Somebody give God praise if you're ready to birth some things this year. Okay, raise up your hands. I'm going to speak it over you. This next season is pregnant with potential. Okay, I'm going to let you declare it. Raise up your hands and say, this next season is pregnant with potential. Now open your mouth like you believe maybe it's true that there's potential in your family. There's potential for your future. Come on, I'm trying to encourage you this year. Hallelujah. So often what we do is we exalt closed doors. Come on now. We exalt what closed and we exalt things that have been shut off. But I believe that it's time for you this year to get your eyes on open doors. And I'm just saying this by faith because I need to receive it. Because there's things I'm trusting God to do. I'm wanting to, to build a place for our Dream Center this year. I need somebody who believes that we can do it as a family. That's what I'm believing for. A big part of this sacred season offering, I'm, I'm lending it to that and trusting God for that. But I want to say to you, and I want to say it over myself and over every campus in all the states and the campuses in Florida, how about this? I declare by faith that God is opening doors of increase and blessings over our life. Who's radical enough to believe that? I want to get my eyes on increase. I want to get my eyes on the favor and blessings of the Lord and things that have been held up, have been held up long enough. And the enemy's going to get, that thing is going to be broken and it's going to be released in our lives by faith. Now, the Jews were meticulous date keepers. I've taught you this through the years. I love to study uh, Jewish culture and Jewish history because it's so significant for today. And the Old Testament is really foundational for the New Testament. So when I think about the Jewish people and I think about how meticulous they were, one of the things, they were record keepers, but they were also meticulous date keepers. And there are several things that occurred on God's calendar, and it would have been in the month of Nisan. It would have been during the time of first fruits. Now, we dedicate this time of year to first fruits. Every year, we've done it, I guess, for 12 or 13 years. Every year, and Dawn and I, we participate in this with all of our hearts. We bring our first fruits to the Lord. That first fruits offering, for some people, it's the first hour of your work. For someone else, it's a day of your work. For someone else that has the resources, it's a week of your work. For some of us, it's even more than that because we give sacrificially. It can even be a month of our work. But what we're saying is, God, you are first. We're putting you first. Like Pastor Anderson said, our tithe is based on what God has already given us. But we bring first fruits saying, God, 
We believe if you took care of us this long, you're going to take care of us the rest of the way. So I need somebody who actually believes that God who provided yesterday is going to provide today and he will provide for tomorrow. Open up your mouth and give him praise. I don't think in all these years that we've had very many capital campaigns where we tried to raise money for buildings. We always, except one time that I remember, we moved in faith and it was sacred season offerings that helped to bring the miracle of all the expansion that we see right now. This honors God. And there were very significant things that happened. Now the Bible says, in Joel 22:28, you will declare a thing and it will be established for you. So a light will shine your way. So I'm gonna teach you some things that happened on the anniversary of first fruits. And we're gonna claim these things in our life. Number one, the children of Israel crossed the Red Sea and God eliminated their enemies once and for all. Well, give me some Bible. Here it is. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Somebody tell somebody around you this year, you'll see the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. Give God a shout like you believe it. Which he will accomplish for you today. This is on the anniversary of first fruits thousands of years ago. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you will see them again no more forever. You ready? The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. God took care of what was behind them what was in front of them, and what was on both sides of them. In other words, they came to the Red Sea, and they had the Red Sea in front of them, Pharaoh's army behind them, and they were engulfed with mountains all around them. And it looked like they were trapped. But the Lord supernaturally came through. Moses stretched forth his rod, and the Red Sea parted. That obstacle move cannot get in faith. This year, obstacles that have hindered you are about to move. What hindered us in 2021, 2022, and 2023? Somebody give God praise that obstacles are moving. The enemy that pursued him, remember Moses crossed the Red Sea and the Lord said, don't worry about it. This is the last day that you're going to see them enemies anymore. I declare it. This is the last day you see your marriage in shambles. This season, it's the last day your kids aren't serving the Lord. Your body's not healed. Your finances are not in order. So you're ready to get in a radical place of faith? Raise up your hand. Say, I declare that obstacles and hindrances are moving out of the way this year. God is taking care of what's in front of me, behind me, and wherever I am, there will be peace. Now give God a shout. Haman was hung in his own gallows. You remember the story of Esther? 
He, he prepared gallows for, for, for the Jews and he prepared them for Mordecai, but Haman was a hung man. Come on, somebody. He, he, he perished in his own gallows. So the Bible said in Esther 7.10, so they hanged Haman on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Then the king's wrath subsided. In other words, there was a scheme to kill the Jews and a plot that, to kill the Jews, but God divinely reversed what the enemy had in store for the Jews. I feel something in this. I got to move quickly, but I sense in my spirit that this is a year of divine reversals. That means when God does it, he turns it. That means the things you can't turn, he's going to turn. The things you can't turn around, he's going to turn around. So I declare that in just the same way that there was a divine reversal for, for, for the children of Israel, the Jews in the time of Esther, there will be divine reversals in your house this year. Divine reversals in your finances, divine reversals in your family. I need somebody who's ready for divine reversals. Give God a praise. This is a year of divine reversals. This is a year when God moves what you can't move and turns what you can't turn. So raise up your hands and get radical with me. Say, I declare that God is reversing every plot and every scheme of the enemy in my life. He is turning all things for my good and for his glory. This year, this year is my year of divine reversals. Thank you, God, for victory and breakthrough and turnarounds. This year in 2024. Here we go. The Jewish people tasted the first fruits of the promised land. Let me just skip to verse 12. Then the manna ceased on the day after they had eaten the produce of the land and the children had no more had manna, but they ate the food from the land of Canaan that year. In other words, they were able to taste things that they haven't tasted before. The Bible said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Some of y'all been eating bitter things. Who's ready to taste some good things? I said, who's ready to taste provision, power, direction? Some of us have been fasting. I'm hungry. I mean, like, for real. I ain't even going to try to play with it. Y'all, I'm ready to eat. Somebody brought me, I don't, I don't wear a lot of gold necklaces and things, but somebody brought me a necklace that absolutely fits my whole world. It is a chicken wing. Let me tell you that it don't even take a profit to let you know 
that in the next 24 hours, somewhere, there is a chicken wing in my future. I dare somebody right now who's ready to taste good things, open up your mouth and give God a praise. Come on, we're gonna taste the good things of God. Who wants to taste healing this year? Who wants to taste power this year? Who wants to taste direction this year? How about, how about salvation for your daughter? How about deliverance for your son? Uh, now let me tell you this. Y'all, I don't want to stay here long, but when I'm hungry, I talk about food too much. But you know, when, today, I will eat sugar-free nothing. I will eat fat-free nothing. There, there, there's no Ezekiel bread on my horizon. I declare this is not a year when we're going to experience a fat-free Jesus. We're not going to experience a low-carb Jesus. We're not going to experience a sugar-free Jesus. This year, we're going to open up our mouth, and we're going to taste and see that the Lord is good. Look at your neighbor. Get him by the hand and say, neighbor, I can't wait to find out how good God is going to be to me this year. Somebody give God praise like you actually believe it. Y'all, I feel faith rising. <laughs> Raise up your hands. Say this after me. Say, I declare that this year I will do more than hear about the promises of God. I will touch them. I will taste them. And that I'll see the blessings of the Lord in my life. And I will testify of his goodness, his great goodness. Every chance I get, I will open my mouth wide and I will receive every great thing that God has in store for my life. Praise him, y'all. Oh, I feel something rising in faith. Number four. I'm almost closed. What does that mean? Noah's ark came to rest on Mount Ararat. Genesis 8, 4. The ark rested in the seventh month, the 17th day of the month. Seventh month, number of rest, y'all. The ark came to rest on the 17th day of the month on the mountains of Ararat. And that may not sound too significant, but first of all, it came to rest. And I declare that there are some things this year that are gonna rest. It settled down. That ark settled down. How many of you are ready for some things to settle down this year? Let me ask you one more time. I said, how many of you are ready for things to settle down this year? A year where you're not worried so much. Well, you're not fearful so much. Well, you're not anxious anymore. Why? I'm resting in the Lord. If you're ready to rest in the Lord this year, open up your mouth and give God a praise. You've been in a storm. But watch this. It came to rest on Mount Ararat, and they may, that may not sound like much until you define the word Ararat. Ararat means the place of the reverse of the curse. Now, they believe that this happened on the anniversary of first fruits. So how many of you believe 
that God is reversing the curses of the enemy that he wants to bring against your life this year. If you believe that, open up your mouth and give God a praise. I'm telling you that sickness won't get us, that wreck won't take us, that problem won't overwhelm us. God goes before us and he reverses the curse and he straightens things out. He said, I'll go before you and make the crooked places straight. I tell you what, baby, while you're here in January, God is already in March, April and May and he's reversing the curse. Somebody give God praise that. You ready? Raise up your hand. Say, I declare that God is reversing every curse and bringing my life into breakthrough and rest and that despite my storm, I will stand firmly planted in the promises of God. This year, this year, I command Satan and every attack of the devil to back up, back up, back up off my children. Back up off my hope. Back up off my finances. As his attacks back up, I will supernaturally be thrust. As his attacks back up, I will supernaturally be thrust forward into victory, power, and open doors. Somebody give God a praise. Hezekiah, number five, led the most radical reformation in Jewish history. In eight days, he reopened the temple of Solomon, and on the 16th day, he cleansed it from defilement. It was a day of national revival. Who can believe with me that America is going to have a national revival? I know everything talks against it. It looks impossible, but I'm glad I served the God of the impossible. How many of you believe that we can have a national revival in America? Give God praise if you do. Raise up your hands and declare this after me. Say, we stand in faith for our churches and our nation that you, oh God, will provide local, regional, and national revival. Give God a shout right now for revival in the land. Finally, the last one. Jesus arose from the dead on the anniversary of first fruits. Jesus arose as the first fruits of the resurrection. His resurrection occurred on the anniversary of the day that we celebrate today. God himself participated in first fruits. What was his first fruit offering? His own son. The Bible said he was the firstborn of creation. And, and what you've got to understand is that Old Testament obligations become New Testament opportunities. And here's what you've got to know. You can't do what the Bible says, I don't believe, and not receive what the Bible promises. So I need the people who believe that, open up your mouth and give him a shout right now. Come on.
So I want you to stand to your feet. We're getting ready to receive our offering. But I want you to raise up your radical hands. Hallelujah. There's been some things that have been dead long enough. There's some things that have been dead long enough. God's about to bring dead things back to life. So I want you to say this after me. Say, I declare that this is a year of spirit empowerment and divine resurrection. I am empowered and in filled with the Holy Spirit and every dead thing that God has promised me must come back to life. Purpose. Your future. Hope. I want you to get your neighbor by the hand and say, neighbor, would you please give me about 45 seconds to give God praise. This year, there's resurrection power working in my life. Somebody give me praise. It's working in my life. It's working in my church. It's working in my children. It's working in my job. It's working in my family. Oh, if God's involved in it, it doesn't die, it lives. So, man, I feel that. Who receives everything Apostle talked today? Come on. Today is Vision Sunday. Or actually, it's Sacred Sunday. Next week is Vision Sunday, but today is Sacred Sunday. We're presenting our first to the Lord. We're giving our church, our families, our lives. Come on, who wants to give yourself to the Lord today? And we're giving our sacred season seed. We've done this for many years. When the priest would receive this offering, Don and I, last night, as your leaders, we're kind of like the priest. And that priest would wave that offering when he would receive it before the Lord. So I'm going to take the offering that you give and I'm going to do just what that priest did. And I wave, I'm going to wave it before the Lord. First day, first hour, first week, first month. Some of you, God is dealing with you to give sacrificially. There's things that will unlock in your life if you'll give. I believe it. Dawn and I, last night before we went to bed, we sat with each other and we prayed. And we began to identify things that we were trusting God for. People see us standing on the stage and leading all these thousands of people, and they don't know that I live in the same world you do. And just like in your life, you need breakthrough. I need breakthrough in my life. If you want to find a perfect pastor, you, you're with the wrong guy. You say, I'm going to go to a perfect church. Well, when you get there, they ain't going to let you in because you mess it up if you go in. Come on. 
I participate in this offering because I need God to be first in my life. We sat there last night, didn't we, babe? We prayed over each other. We prayed over our family. And we talked about what we're trusting God for. When you give this offering, you're giving it in faith. And you're saying, God, I'm trusting you. This is the biggest seed that we sow all year long. And we give sacrificially every year. This will be one of the biggest offerings that we've ever given. I'm being transparent with you. If you don't know me by now, you'll never know me. I don't get any of this. It's not about me. It's just that nothing changes for me. 100% of this will go to the work of the Lord. Everything you give is going to help us build a dream center. Come on, somebody. Gonna help us start another campus. Help me all come on from scratch. It's gonna help us love the orphans, take care of the widows, provide food for our VIPs. It doesn't matter to us if you slept in a park last night, it doesn't matter to us if you didn't have a home. Listen, you come to Calvary, we're gonna give you food change of underwear and some new clothes to put on and a good bath. Come on. How many of y'all just love to be a part of a church like that? And we don't do it once in a while. We've done it every Sunday for 26 years. The only time we didn't do it was either during the storm or during COVID, but we actually went to find our outreach ministry and delivered food to them during COVID. We found our outreach ministry when the storm passed and delivered food and hope and help to them. That's, that's the culture of this house. Everything you give is making a difference. It makes a difference in this house. It makes a difference in people's lives. But let me tell you whose life it affects the most. It affects yours. How many of you are believing that as you give sacrificially this year, that this year will be open doors for you? Make a little noise if you can get in faith and believe it. Come on, I want the people who are with Apostle and you believe that God can do it. Open up your mouth and give me praise. Now, this is going to be radically different because this is the year of the door. You know, none of this just happens. We have a great team who uh, made all of this happen. The computer crashed and those guys got it up and running. Give all of our tech guys a God bless you, our sound guys. But our maintenance team built all these doors for us. I said our maintenance guys know how much we appreciate this. But this year, as you bring that sacred season offering, you're going to bring it through a door. And there'll be a pastor there. And they're going to be praying over everything that you sow. So we're going to make one more declaration before you give. Make a little noise if you're ready to give your sacred season seed and you're claiming everything. Come on, you got live stream. Don't miss your chance. Give God a shout if you're ready. Raise up your hands and raise up that sacred season seed. Are you ready? Say, I declare in faith as I bring my first fruits before the Lord, I do so acknowledging every blessing he has poured over my life. I declare that this is my year of abundant life. I won't just see the good things of God. 
around me and in the lives of others, but I will open my mouth wide and feast on every good thing that God has in store for me. Thank you, God, for first fruits favor. I joyfully bring my offering to you today. Now open those doors. You make your way. If you can stay a moment, I'm going to wave it all before the Lord. But if you're ready to give your first fruits, everybody move right now. Sing, Pastor John.
back there. We're going to give God a shout. We started with a shofar. We're going to end with it. Ready? tell you, if you see me at a restaurant, don't you judge me tonight. I'm not going to judge you. So let me speak over you like a father in the Lord. Lord, this year, we didn't just preach it, we really believe it, that you're opening doors for sweet people that love you. And God, I declare that this year we'll have the faith to leave the valley of trouble and walk through a door of hope. We don't allow the enemy to reign. We don't allow him to confuse. And we don't allow him to hinder. In Jesus' name, I speak over everybody in this room. Ready? Hold up your hands. 2024, this is your door. If you receive it, give God praise. I love you more than words can say. Hey. Let's see. Praise God. Love everybody around you. Thanks for watching the message. I'm sure this spoke to you. Here's what I want you to do. Why don't you subscribe to this YouTube channel? That way, every time there's a new message, you'll get to hear it. Also, many of you have watched this. Some of you watch on a regular basis. Why not take time and sow? You can give at calvaryfl.com. You can give on your phones, and you can be a part of helping us take this message around the world, the message of hope the message of Jesus Christ. Can't wait to see you back here real soon.